Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Ng. Joyce, if it's a Sunday night in January, we're talking about the Critics' Choice Awards, I guess? That I didn't even see, and now I'm at my friend's house doing this. That's how committed I am to this. I brought my computer over here to do this. (laughs) With you at like 10 30 at night on a sunday on a long weekend when on we a holiday to- weekend <laughs> yeah a holiday weekend uh boy you know what gotta find gotta find a better way to watch this show i had to buy youtube tv to watch the cw joyce because you cut the cord i cut the cord and i couldn't find a streamer of it but anyway i signed up i already canceled it youtube tv though if they want to hook me up they can if they're watching uh the critic choice word choice what a show chelsea handler hosted you gotta, you gotta tell me about it because i just saw some snippets on twitter some of the jokes. So, uh, Chelsea Handler mentioned her ex boy. It was is, is Joe Coy a comic and her ex. Is that right? I don't actually don't even know this for real. Is that really? Did they date? Is that a thing? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but she mentioned Joe Coy's uh, Globes uh, thing by saying, "If you like that joke, my writers did it." But up, mom. Uh, Oppenheimer. Was I hear. I hear that went over very well. In the it room. did. I, I, the room is. It was tough to tell what was actually going on well in the room, honestly, because they're in an airplane hangar, which multiple people mentioned. Yeah, and then that's that's where it always is. So. And it was so loud. And coming out of break, you would just hear just people just shouting, basically, as they're trying to do prescripted patter into whatever award they were doing. And then they're eating their saltines. It's like charcuterie boxes. It, it looked like that. It's Paul Giamatti called it bagged pizza. Well, he is on his way to In-N-Out right now. You know that, so. He said I wanted a, he wanted a, as he won Best Actor, which we was a, maybe a surprise uh, over Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer <laughs> dominated. Not really a surprise, though. Uh, he was like, "I'm. this is the best thing that happened to me since I went viral with my burger, and I hope I get an In-N-Out sponsorship, basically. Like, and asked also about the food. Uh, Oppenheimer was the big winner, Joyce. Eight awards. Best picture, best director, best ensemble, bunch of crafts, best visual, best visual effects. She can't even win at the Oscars. But but we, we both of us predicted that we're like we they're did. gonna give it to Oppie visual effects. You yeah. know it's funny. Uh, Barbie won six, including best comedy, uh, and also best original screenplay. Where you, I remember you actually literally saying like, I wonder if they'll just give it to Barbie to like show that they're right and the Oscars are wrong. And I think we have to like remember that for next year that not only does this group want to stamp the Oscars, but they also want to like show that they're actually better than the Oscars. Well, it's it's 
that and also like they didn't nominate the Golden Globe winner, Anatomy of a Fall. Sure. And and they have two categories, obviously. So it's like they could do whatever they want in original screenplay too. And we know Barbie was her favorite because he gave it 18 nominations. So, but I, once again, uh, they did not announce the screenplay categories on air. And I know this because people tweet the winners. And once I see a tweet with like five categories, I'm like, that was a bumper announcement. There was a lot of bumper announcements for film. And it was a lot of Oppenheimer and Barbie winning in those bumpers. Uh, then the, the my favorite part of the show, I would say, other than some of the speeches, which we'll talk about, uh, was uh, towards the end, every, uh, at least people who were watching it, I would say, noticed that Barbie is a billion dollar movie, had 18 nominations and literally did not win a single televised award outside of the See Her Award for America Ferreira. It's not uh, a win. That was, which is not she, a win. She received it. She received it. And so no one really got to go up there. It won best song too. Uh, but no, Greta and Margo, nobody's going up there to like give a speech on behalf of Barbie. And so Chelsea Handler came out of break and quote, went rogue, she said. And uh, happened to call them up to accept the best comedy award. Happened. Uh, how many times are we going to watch uh, this? Ha literally after last week, they won Barbie won this, the, the new Golden Globes award for making a lot of money. How many times is Barbie going to win a best picture award? That's not really best picture. And that they're going to get them to go up and like give a nice speech. Can it happen? How many more times is going to happen? Before well, it, it can't happen. Well, I guess like if, if they win stunt ensemble at SAG, cause they give that out on the red carpet, you know, or it could win best ensemble at SAG, I guess. No, but like that's what I'm talking about. Like if because you're saying it's not winning the the you're, I don't think it will. So. so if it's gonna win like stuff ensemble and they can give a speech on air, then they gotta get them on air somehow during uh, on Netflix. You know, so they have time. Netflix, they're not constrained by two hours. You know, like TNT was. I wonder if the uh, Oscars will come up with some way to get them to do something. A special dispensation, dispensation award or something. I don't know. I mean, you know, it. this is just reaffirming my stance that it's it's shaping up to be another Black Panther. So, so it, it could I, get these nominated. It'll get more nominations than Black yeah. Panther, yeah. but it's, it, it's going to have trouble winning stuff. It won a lot. It won production design tonight, I think. And it won hair and makeup, which it's actually not eligible to win. Talk about a bad night, a couple of bad nights, I would say. This does, uh, the caveat, the, the headline here being, this does, has no impact on the Oscars because none of these people are voting for the Oscars. So it's not an industry honor. That said, I think it's good indicative of maybe the speeches and the show and everyone is there. I could not believe how many people were there. All the famous. It's, it's usually well attended every year because like there, it's, in the middle of like all this other stuff. So like people who fly in and who don't live in LA, they're just, they just spend the week here. Right. You know? And so. also I guess this year we're especially lucky because the movies have so many famous people, right? All the big movies are like Oppenheimer and Barbie and you know, poor, it's like all major ta talented A-list stars are in these movies that are all at these events, all at the tables. I just pictured Leo, Leo is there. And I just can't believe he had to sit there and get selfied by, to death by the group. I was just like God Almighty, he must be just dying inside. He he arrived late. I understand. Huh. Um, so yeah, you, you know his his whole Killers of the Flower Moon campaign is basically to support Lily. Right. Like he's done so much. He's done more press basically than I've seen him like in recent times. 
Yeah. Um, and and it's always by Lily's side. You know, like he did he did the red carpet last week at the Globes with Lily and did interviews with Lily. You know, he did the Vanity Fair, like anatomy mm -hmm. of scene thing with Lily, you know, the Vogue cover over the summer with Lily. So uh and yet after all that, Lily doesn't win the Critics' Choice Award. Uh Emma Stone does. And basically a replay. This reminded me so much of this reminds me so much of last year where Kate Blanchett won for Tar over Michelle Yeoh, who many people were expecting to win because she was the critics' favorite or the film Twitter's favorite. Uh, and then Kate won and rather famously or infamously maybe put her foot in her mouth by being like, awards are stupid and this doesn't matter. And also Andrea Riesborough should win an Oscar, basically. Uh, yeah, and but Emma Stone did not mention Anjanou Ellis Taylor in her speech. She did not mention Anjanou Ellis Taylor, but she did immediately appear very great, grateful and like uh, gracious toward the other members of her category, including Lily, who she was like, I can't believe I actually won. And I honestly think Emma Stone was surprised to win because like everyone I think expected, uh, maybe not everyone, but I had certainly expected Lily Gladstone to win based on how much film Twitter and critics in general love her and love Flower Moon. And of course, then it ends up with zero awards. <laughs> so they really loved it's it. It's like another Marty, uh, you know, Gangs of New York and Irishman, but at Critics' Choice Awards, not the Oscars yet. Um, but I, you know, I guess like it is surprising, but not because like, I mean, Emma's performance is great. And a lot of people, you know, people in Critics' Choice, yeah. like do love the performance too. So the win itself, not totally shocking. And also remember, she didn't win for La La Land at right. Critics' right. Choice because that year they moved their ceremony to December. So it preceded the Globes. It was in December, 2016. And at that point, Natalie Portman was still the Oscar frontrunner. Right. For Jackie so they gave it to Natalie Portman um and then you know who went on to lose the globe in drama to Isabel Hubert so she quickly went to like third place in right. that race you know so it's like it's almost like a make good for Emma Stone too by Critics Choice I, I guess I'll be curious like I still fully expect Lily to win SAG but I mean obviously I think Emma this was like a I think this is like a visibility wise a great win for Emma and her speech was awesome and everybody really loves her and like she's like had a high, high approval rating, it seems. And certainly I mean, the room. remember we talked about the the rapturous explosion of applause last week at the Globes when she won. So and so now she's won a globe and she's won here. I still think, like I said, Lily wins SAG, but I mean Emma probably could win BAFTA, right? I mean, like that's BAFTA seems... could definitely go to her or Sandra. So um yeah, but I'm at like I, I want different winners, as you know, so. Um, I'm happy with this so far, even though it's not really different since they both won Globes, you know? So it's like one of them is still on track to sweep. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'll be very curious about that. Otherwise, And the other acting winner we mentioned here was Paul Giamatti won Best Actor over Killing Murphy. I, I expected that. I predicted that. Yeah, I thought, that's like, not surprising at all. Like we talked about this um, and then I picked Killian just to be different from you. And that was like our one difference. In, yes, like, our one, one we got wrong, I think, one we flipped on. Um, but no, like, that's not shocking at all because, like, so many, like, film Twitter people and so many people in the group just love the holdovers and love Paul Giamatti. Yes, and yes. and then also with Oppenheimer winning ensemble, they can take care of Killian that way, too. Right. And so Paul wins, gives an ama another amazing speech. I just feel like he is just a heat-seeking missile for that Best Actor Oscar at this point. I think he'll win SAG. And then... I mean, it would be great if, like, they just keep splitting. Like, he can win SAG and Killian, Killian can, win can win BAFTA. BAFTA. Yeah. And like, then I think Paul that's wins... That's more exciting because right. the supporting races are blocked, basically. 
and da- Downey and Devontae Randolph both won. Uh, another great speech for Downey. Uh, he gives he mentioned all the bad reviews he had gotten, Joyce, which is always a winner, I feel like. Critics love that. They love being told how stupid they are. Yeah, and then most people. people in this group aren't critics anyway, so, no. you know. It's like Christopher Nolan uh, Christopher Nolan won Best Director and he was like I'd like to thank the Critics Circle I was like you got the wrong speech buddy that was two weeks ago at uh, the New York Film Critics Circle dinner but then he had another great speech I thought Nolan's was pretty good but it just made me laugh when he called it the Critics Circle this is a are they even still called the BFCA? I don't even, I don't even know. I think it's the Critics' Choice Association. That was what a couple of people Yeah, said. like they've been renamed because like, like 20 years ago, it was still the BFCA. So, but yeah, like supporting like him and Dave Vine, like done. Those are sweepers now. I mean, yeah. I think that's it. And then, I mean, I guess we could have a BAFTA split. Maybe Downey doesn't win BAFTA. You know, we've seen that before. We're like, even like Kia Kwan didn't win BAFTA. But I think Devine and and Downey are solid. And then, like we said, Emma, and that was a good one. And then everything else was pretty much as expected. I don't know. The film side was um, like. Well, I mean, yeah, like we talked, like Barbie winning original screenplay can win that at the Oscars. But again, they didn't nominate Anatomy of the Fall. So, and then they gave uh, Adapted to American Fiction, which we both had because we we're like, they would do I- this. <laughs> I, I'm more and more certain that that'll actually probably, I think Court of, I think that could win an Oscar. I really do. I don't think Oppenheimer. But I mean, like, that's basically like its only chance to win an Oscar. Let me ask you this. It, once we got Barbie in that category at the Oscars, do you, is there a world where Flower Moon gets snubbed in screenplay and like all the strangers makes it in? last week. I think it does. I'm ready to, I'm about ready to predict that personally, but we'll see. Um, um, I mean, I don't think, killers is gonna win no so um i don't i don't know i think you can make cases for most of the scripts there so like oppie can win in like a full sweep if they just really go all in on the film um if you still i mean like last year the the tiff stat broke with fablemans like the tiff winner did not win an oscar but maybe it could resume with right. American Fiction. Right. I don't know. Um, so, like, Poor Things is writerly, and it could poor- be a makeup because of yeah. the favorite losing to Green yep. Book. But I don't think they care about that either. So, uh, Oppenheimer won cinematography, Barbie won production design, Oppenheimer won editing, Barbie, uh, Barbie won costume design, Barbie won hair and makeup over Maestro, which just got blanked. Another that the biggest L's of the night were Bradley and Maestro again. And uh, the joke writers who said Ariana DeBose was a si- oh an actor God. who tries to sing and Perfect. not a singer. Uh, poor Bella Ramsey and Anthony Ramos, who was in Hamilton with Ariana DeBose, delivering this joke to a dumbfounded Ariana DeBose. And then everyone on Twitter being like, I can't blame the actors. You got to blame the writers. I'm like, but there are rehearsals probably. I don't think they just did that cold read. They, they gave them the script. I mean, you know, I, it's all in good fun, but like comparing Aaron to Bose, who's a real singer, to Jack Black and Ryan Gosling is a diss. That's a hashtag diss, Joyce. Um, she did the thing, so. Uh, visual effects went to Oppenheimer, which can't win the Oscar and wasn't even shortlisted, and hair and makeup Barbie, which can't win the Oscar, wasn't on that category shortlisted. So that's fun. The critics choice flexing there. I guess they're uh, muscles. Well, like we talked about last week, like these were fine categories for them to like do their own thing in because it's below the line, you know? Right. So like they could take a stance here. Right. So. 
they had it. They didn't nominate Godzilla in visual effects. I feel like if the nominations were like a week later, they would have, and I bet you it would have won. That was my take. They could have Force Awakens it. So, uh, Barbie won Best Comedy, like we mentioned, and then uh, they gave a speech towards the end of the show. Very nice speech. I love Margot Robbie and Greta. They're great. Good, good comedy duo. Uh, animated feature was Spider Verse. Foreign language film was Anatomy of Fall. Best song. I'm just Ken over. What was I made for? Um. I mean, I don't, I don't really have a preference between either of them. I guess, like, um, just Ken feels more apt because I do like songs that are, I mean, they're both part of the film, but like this one is like narratively yeah. part of the film, you know. I, I mean, I love to see it. Got Ryan Gosling had a great reaction shot. I don't know if you saw that. Joy, some memes, great uh, meme. Of course, I saw it all over Twitter. A great meme, just like what the fuck. Uh, and I guess I could see that I, if it won, I think it would be a fantastic winner. Personally, I think it's the better song, but I just don't imagine a world where Billie Eilish would lose when she won for her Bond song. That was not great. Bob. Yeah, it's this is. It's like if if Billy had not they they shouldn't have given it to Billy for that a song I still haven't heard. Right. Um, and then now it would like this would be a deserving win for her, um, for what was I made for, you know. It would be so, funny if Gosling wins. I'm just Ken. And it would be also funny if Gosling is the only actor. But like he's movie. not, he, he didn't write it. So he I doesn't. Know, I know. He doesn't get the Oscar. But I'm just saying like, it'd be funny if the Barbie movie only wins. I'm just Ken is a song. And, and Gosling is the only actor represented at the Oscars from the movie, which is very possible. Uh, what else happened? Uh, we mentioned America Ferreira won the uh, See Her Award choice. She received it. She received it. She was it. chosen a month ago. She received it. There's no, it's not competitive. It's not a win. It's not a win. But uh, a lot of people were very, very pleased with her speech. And I saw a lot of tweets being like, great time for the speech as Oscar voting is happening. Sure. Um, you know, I think she she took a hit missing SAG, which like like she should have really shown up there. But I'm disappointed that know, she didn't make for her for getting the the chance to do, deliver the speech. Yeah. And in front of these people in the middle of voting. So I don't think it hurts. I'll just say this. I'm not. No, I'm it not, doesn't hurt at all. But I, I think again, what what hurt was missing SAG. I, I'll say this. I don't think I'm going to predict her. But if she got nominated, I would say like, not surprised. And I might end up predicting her. But I don't know if I will. I have. I'd had her in. I'm. I'm shocked you didn't move her in after her speech. <laughs> I probably could, couldn't get on the website because no. you. <laughs> uh what else that so that was i mean uh, well harrison ford got the the career achievement award right he got the career achievement award and uh james mangold gave it out a lovely speech they ran a great package uh with harrison's all his movies and then they cut back to harrison and calista flockhart and her, her it was very all very touching but my wife and i were watching a case and she was like it looks calista flockhart's reaction is like hey you made a lot of good movies like look at all those movies you did like that was her reaction. They've been married for like almost 22 years and she just realized. <laughs> wow, you were in working girl? That's awesome. Good for you. Uh it was a great, great moment. Love Harrison Ford. And then Q Kwan came out to give out another award. I don't even know what TV award he was giving out. Uh and he was super excited that he was like there with Harrison. Well, when is he not excited? I saw he gave a shout out to his Loki family. He did. So great. Um, and then oh, one award they gave out on the red carpet pre-show just like last year young actor or actress dominic sessa another holdovers win 
So three actors won from the holdovers, all won an award. Not not screenplay. So not screenplay. Yeah. I, that one's so I had I had the holdovers winning screenplay. I should have known better, I guess. If it was if it was Alexander Payne, it would have just won. I'm telling you, that's gonna be like the thing that holds so, it back. So then Greta and Noah would have won nothing. Yes. They would have won that comedy award. They would have gotten up and had this great moment. But like, but they don't actually win that award. I I don't know. Yes, Who knows? Like, they, I'll tell you this: when uh, Quiz Lady, we'll get to the TV. Quiz Lady won TV movie choice, and yes, they bring out great movie, right? Loved it. And they bring out Sandra O oh and Aquafina, and they go, "We just won an award." I'm like, "Did you though? You're all you're the actors. Are they the producers?" Well, no, I, that's fine because like they're just saying collectively, like our movie, but like they. You don't get the actual trophy unless you're a producer. They, they, you, know? you might be so. right, but they made it sound like they were getting that trophy. So I mean, they could just print another one for them. Like, who's keeping track? I don't know if anybody is. That's what I mean. Who knows who gets these awards, and especially when they're made up. Uh, like, so, uh, what else? So that was the movie side. I don't know. Like last, like I said, like I was waiting to see like which speeches maybe somebody ate it. I thought Emma Stone did a great job with her surprising speech. Again, this doesn't have any. It just doesn't have any bearing this stuff beyond like the what it feels like in the room i guess i don't know nothing that happened there i felt like will change the race though no like i think even though there were quote-unquote like upsets if you're going by odds or whatever but they're not like sh anything shocking really and again you know it's not industry so it's just you know like another it doesn't hurt to win of course but no. it's not a death knell either if you lose no oh. <laughs> i i will say the only like like for movies like for bradley and and for mike if bradley would have won that would have been a great i think like uh defibula defibrillation you know like a jump start i mean i i feel like that would have just been more of them like kind of giving it to oppenheimer in visual effects you know but it's it's just kind of apparent that best actor is between two people and neither of them is named Bradley Cooper. Tough beat. So, uh, but I do, like I said last week, I think had Bradley won the globe, he would have won this. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess on the TV side, we can go, Joyce. I got annihilated in my, my picks. Not that anybody cares, but I had... Uh, I was like, well, Matthew McFadden will definitely win for succession, obviously. And then I think the last of us duo of Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal in their acting categories, somehow Matthew lost to Billy Crudup, who I, God love him so much, but like, holy shit. And I, then, I just want to say before you go any further, Critics' Choice has never awarded Matthew McFadden for his performance as Tom Zalomskans on succession. That's all. That's all. Only, they only had four seasons, Joyce. Yeah. Just Maybe no, no need to give him at least one win. No. Maybe season five. Got to give Billy Crudup another one for a great scenery chewing performance as a lead actor on. But I guess I guess we shouldn't have been surprised because remember, Morning Show got more nominations. Uh, and then obviously Sarah Snook and Kieran Culkin both won acting the acting awards, and I was like, well, I got all of those wrong, so I got just annihilated. Yeah, because you went all in on Last of Us. I had Pedro, but the fact that like Pedro couldn't even beat Kieran here. And then Kieran gave the only speech I've seen so far is Kieran's, of course. He was good, great. He talked about pulling gotta, out. His you never know what's gonna come out of his mouth. So I gotta say, as an older man now, I, I was like, oh, I get that you're. I knew exactly what he's talking about. I was like, I get a lot of. I always like try to trim it off. 
I don't pull it off because I think that would hurt. That was his speech. But I was like, or his wife and, and Sarah Snook were pulling it up. And I'm like, I get it. I'm like, Kieran Culkin, just stars. They're just like us. I know. Right? Well, his wife before the show, she was like Instagramming them in her stories of them getting ready. Oh, God. It's great. Uh, I, I don't know where we are in terms of like, when, we've, we've already published our Emmys thing. And if people are watching this and they're like, Chris, what have you done with your Emmys picks? I'll just say, I whatever oh, I said in that episode is bullshit. And I went back to Kieran and Sarah for my picks at the Emmys. Like, but you did it before tonight. I did it before tonight, but I'm just reiterating tonight that I'm just going to go down with them because this is so stupid to think The Last of Us is going to win, I think, for some reason. I don't know. And I also might go to just The Bear uh, in comedy series. I'm like this close to just going full Bear Sweep uh, instead of Ted. Uh, the Bear won comedy series. It won Best Actress for Io. It won Best Supporting Actor for Evan. And it won Best Actor for Jeremy Allen White good expected i i don't know i nothing to say i don't and meryl streep won supporting actress yes so, oh, shirley ralph who yeah who you had right yeah. although i am thinking for the emmys of doing shirley ralph instead of io and going to evan for supporting actor just switching my second bear acting win. I was thinking of going Cheryl and then Brett, but now I'm like, maybe I'll go to Evan because like, why not? The the, the thing I will say is again, with the bear and this, the Emmys were voted on literally months ago. So it has no bearing on anything they'll have on Monday night. But I was just like, man, everyone loves that show. Like you could just tell the crowd like loves that show. And obviously Ted wasn't nominated here very much at all. Uh, so yeah um it, it was it was not in series they didn't have like any they have an acting nomination i'm actually looking let me see and i don't even yeah phil was nominated oh, yeah the best part of season three so and that was it yeah i mean so. it was the correct choice so um yeah so i i i don't know if i i will go to the baron series i mean i guess i could if i go to the baron series i also have to change directing so then I will have the bear winning Sweet. series actor, supporting actor, writing and directing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For the first season, not the, the great first season. season. Yeah, but season two was out. So I also feel like because I made the Forks is the next rainbow comp. You gotta do it. I gotta see it through with Evan. I, like I I've would been love saying, to see Evan win. And maybe I'll just do that. I, I guess the reason I'd be pulling back on Here's here's how Evan wins, basically, is that like I do think the Ted guys would vote split because like you're right, Phil is the MVP, but people still love Brett and he was awesome, too. And then James is not really a factor, I don't think, in reality. And then it's Evan is basically going to win at that means. So maybe you're right. Maybe I should just do it, too. But I don't know if I will. I'll let you have it and then I'll have Brett like an idiot. You you you've been like riding hard for Brett like all throughout. I did. I'll just keep him up there. I might just put him and Cheryl and leave it, and then put the bear. I mean, in he series. could easily three peat because like he people or like the Emmys especially love him, and he just got into SAG again. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably do Brett and and Cheryl, and then the bear though in series. I actually think the bear will win series now. I don't know. People love it. Uh, what other winners were there? Let's see. Hang on. Um, well, beef basically swept um yeah. except for jonathan bailey um, yeah because young was a nominee there somehow <laughs> this is what i think a re we'll see this tomorrow night i'm predicting that sweep the four actors will win 
and the series and then i have it writing and directing i just have it all now that's it just everything a full beef sweep uh yeah maria bella one here and Allie and steven one i mean what's there to say about beef good show um it's it's gonna win emmys tomorrow so that's all more, is it the most like what's more like if you had a rank like of the most obvious Emmy wins is beef or is it succession series beef, right? I, I think, think actually succession beef. has tougher competition. Yeah. I really think uh, like beef has like no competition. Like beef is actually going to just, I would say like, I would bet so all my, like a real, just a lot on beef. It just seems like insurmountable. And it would like, like I think beef has competition in supporting categories. Cause yeah. it, it is very much a two hander with Steven and Allie. So I think they're set. I think um, series is set and writing, directing, and then directing, you just have to choose one episode. Mm -hmm. Basically, you can overcome, you know, a, a vote split with one other episode. It doesn't have three. Um, and yeah, so like so the supporting categories will be tougher for it to win. But I, I think everyone is at least predicting series, both leads and writing and directing for it. So just remarkable uh elizabeth debicki won like we said for supporting actress billy crudup hilarious and succession won it was great jesse was there everyone was there just all these nicholas braun was there he did a thing and then they they came up on yeah, stage and mentioned him like twice in the speech yeah he was like very he was all over the place nick braun and they kept showing him during kieran's speech which i was like okay that's fine because well, he kept getting shouted out so gotta show uh him. yeah tough to the best my favorite line of the whole thing was uh christopher nolan when he was giving his speech uh let me see it was who did he shout out oh kai bird right who was a co-writer of oppenheimer or american prometheus which oppenheimer is based on and christopher nolan's like i'm standing on the shoulders of greatness and you know kai bird and and the other writer who i'm losing i forget who actually wrote it let me see oh martin sherwin who has died apparently uh, sadly uh and he was like Kai, Kai, if you're watching, if you're a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, writer watching the CW on Sunday night, I hope, you know, I'd like, you know, and I just thought that was a funny joke. That's like, who's watching this on the CW? Um, You know, Emma probably just, you know, filmed his speech and just texted it. To probably. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was anything else notable in this from the, the, the this show. Um. I don't know. You're, you're the one who watched it, so you tell me. So uh, not much. Winners, I mean, like they, John Oliver won. John yeah, they, Oliver. That was in the break. A lot of those were in the break. Yeah. Baby J won in the break. Nothing doing. Scott Pilgrim in the break. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was it. That that's it. We we're done. Critics' choice are over. Uh, <laughs> no impact on the Emmys. And... So you have you've made no changes to the Emmys or the Oscars based on this. In the last hour. <laughs> no, in the last hour, I've not made changes. Uh, I did make changes after the PGA Awards were announced on Friday, though. The nominations, you mean? Yes. And I, I added, uh, well, the PGA went 10 for 10, for us at least. Because American uh, Anatomy of a Fall and Zone of Interest were in there instead of like the color purple and Shocking. Shocking. Spider-Verse. So if they're getting into the PGA, like the chances PGA are very good. Usually, historically averse to international films and have nominated things like Deadpool and so Wonder then, Woman. So. Right. And so then I went back into the acting categories and I was like, well, what's going to happen here? 
And I guess I made some changes there, but we could talk about that maybe while we're doing our BAFTA picks, Joyce, because we're going to do those. I don't know when we're going to ever talk about these again. Obviously, we will, but we're not going to do well, like post nominations. Yeah, because BAFTA nominations are Thursday, right. which is when we'll have our final Oscar predictions. Can't so, wait. Well, we'll talk about the BAFTA nominations next Tuesday after Oscar nominations. I will say, like, the BAFTA nominations might have a slight impact on my Oscar picks, but we'll still do the final picks. I'm going to, like... It's, like, half... It's half popular vote and half jury picks. So So. it's tough to have, like, a real uh, impact. But we have... We can predict 10 categories, Joyce. Um, yeah. So best film. There's five nominees. Now, how does this work? Explain for... It's It's all popular vote here. This is just popular vote. Yes. It's it basically only directing and, and acting. Uh, acting categories have juries. So since it's the popular vote, I've got Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Flower Moon, Anatomy of Fallen Barbie. So, yeah, I have Oppie, Barbie, Killers, Poor Things, Anatomy of a Fall. I am considering dropping Barbie yes. for Zone of Interest. I have Barbie in last if my of the five. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's going to be that strong at BAFTA, and yet it, it kind of reminds me of Top Gun Maverick. A little bit, but it was also like this is so stupid. But I was like, it was a real British production, Joyce. So I was like, maybe filmed there. They filmed in England. Filmed it there. A lot of British people in the cast and probably in the crew. I don't know. I was like, I. I and I also think it's really very. It obviously is very popular. And so since it's the whole group, I'm just like, I don't know. I think it can make it in. Yeah. And I, I chose, so, cause I did these before PGA. Yeah. So I chose anatomy then because I felt that had more broad appeal. Yeah. Than zone. Yes. So, but I can definitely see both of them getting in at the expense of one of the consensus films. I think it would be Barbie if it was any of the other ones. The other ones all feel really like so bafty to me. And also just like too big to yeah. miss. So for best directors, so so the top two are in and then there's four juries, or is it three? It's top two. So top two get in and then the rest are jury picks. Yes. So I with that in mind, this is what I came up with. Uh Christopher Nolan. Martin Scorsese, Yorgos Lanthimos, Justine Trier, Jonathan Glazer, and Celine Song. Apologies to Greta Gerwig, who I think we'll miss. So I have Nolan and Marty as the top two. Yes. And then my other four are Justine Trier, Glazer, Celine Song, and Molly Manning Walker for How to Have Sex. A great, great deep cut there. I feel like there'll be like one just like British thing. And that was big over there. So what about Andrew Haig? I thought about him and then I just didn't do it. So I could totally see him being part of the four. <laughs> I think Yorgos would be a jury save because I think they love I'm just expecting them to love the movie. I think he'll get in on like the love of the movie. I don't know. I, I think if it were top three, he would be top three. Yes. Well, that's why I think, so because he wouldn't be top three, I still think like, even if you were like, oh, 
if he's your favorite of the remaining 10 or whatever this is, 15, 20, uh, why would you put him in there then as a jury save? I don't know. Well, it's just like at the discretion of the jury, like a right. different jury. Maybe the different, maybe that jury was not. Like it's different juries for these categories. So I don't know. You're just at the mercy of them. You don't know what they're going to do. Uh, so neither one of us have Greta in. I think people will make like a big ish deal about it. I still actually think she'll get in at the Oscars. I don't know. I'm not ready to punt her out. Oh, I don't have her in at Oscars. You took her out. You never had her in. I had her in. I had her in and out. Um, but now I have her out after, like after PGA. I think I'm gonna double can. Yeah, my 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 Justine and John. You'll have Justine and John, and then your goes Nolan and Scorsese. Yeah, because as you know, I already dropped Alexander Payne, whom I've had in since right, March. right. So, uh, I think Greta will get in. Like the DGA five were so obvious, you know. And then I was like, I don't know if they're gonna copy paste this. No, I don't think they will. And I actually still think it'll be Glazer. I have Glazer in. Um, for actress, so this is top three and then three. Yes. You're following along at home. Uh, I have Lily Gladstone, Emma Stone, and Sandra Haller. And then I have Greta Lee, Carrie Mulligan, and Mia McKenna-Bruce for How to Have Sex. So I have Lily, Emma, Sandra, Greta, Mia, and Vivian Apara for Riley, which was also big over there. So you don't have Carrie? No. Could see it. Feels like it's on life support. I, I don't I don't think she's top three. I think Lily, Emma, and Sandra are top three. I so don't think she'd be a jury save, yeah. No, and I also thought about Fantasia. And then I just went with Vivian. So could happen. Carrie's definitely on the cusp there. I still think she might be a jury save because like we like I just keep going back to like even people who don't like the movie love her so much that I just think that might that yeah. enthusiasm and, and, might like, be present. She she got in last year for she said. And she was a winner for five seconds. Yes. <laughs> Great moment. Uh, for best actor, Joyce, same rules apply. Top three and then three. I've got Killian, Andrew Scott, Paul Giamatti, Bradley Cooper, Jeffrey Wright, and Teo Yu. I have Killian, Leo, Bradley, Andrew, Teo, and Jeffrey. Wow, so very- no Paul. No. I I am not buying Leo still. I'm not buying I'm not buying that. I, I don't think he I don't, like, It's like, well, so what do you think he was for Don't Look Up? Like, do you think he was a popular vote? Like or a jury pick? Because like he doesn't like a jury would not save someone like him, you know what I mean? <laughs> I what what else was nominated that year? I think he was top three that year, but I also think it was a more like well, that was, like everyone thought like the it was well back like that that was that was top two. So so back because remember it used to be all jury and then top two and now top three because okay. like they want to be more matchy with the Oscars. Sure. So eventually it'll be you know top four, um, but it that that was like Will Smith and Benedict Cumberbatch. So because oh. people thought like top two would be Will Smith and Benedict. Right. But anyway, I, I I mean, like, Killers has a lot of appearances on the long lists, you know? So, like, it's it's a big movie. It's a top movie. So, and then with, because the, the long lists, 
are determined with the top or for acting is the top seven of the popular vote. So I think he was top seven for sure, you know, and then three jury picks from eight to 15 to make up the top 10 of the long list. And then for the nomination phase, the top three of the popular vote automatically get in. Mm -hmm. So like, he's like Leo. (laughs) He could, that this is what I'm debating because I'm like, I think Killian is like top three, no matter what. And then I'm like, are the other spots like Leo or Bradley or Andrew? Because I could also see Andrew being top three. I think Andrew's like right after Killian. I would say he's top two. And I think that I put Bradley top three and I don't think Leo would be a jury pick. I think Paul would be. Yeah, like I don't think Leo, like if me having Leo is like him being top three. Right. Like and, it's like he's not a jury pick, right? And I don't, I don't think, I think he would be not top three. I think Andrew's top three, and I think Bradley would still be top three. And then, <laughs> see, the thing is, like, I think Andrew would be in no matter what, whether or not, because I think that's important. I think, like, even if Andrew is not top three, I think he would be a jury pick. Whereas, Absolutely. like, Leo is not top three, he would not be a jury pick. Right, I understand. So, so I think he would be not a jury pick, and I think he'd not be top three. Though I will say, I could see Bradley missing too. And I get yeah, to like, like this is like <laughs> Barry. I could see Barry being in there. I actually think Barry could get in for a Saltburn. And then I was like, I thought about like Coleman too. He could very um, easily get in, I think, for a jury. So this was like very hard. This is this was very hard for me because I I knew I was always gonna have Killian and Andrew. Uh yeah. I, I guess I could see Teo missing, but like I don't know. He made this. He made the long list. I don't know. I think he'd get in. I think he'd be a jury save. I know. And then I'm like, I don't like. I think Paul is top seven, and like Holdovers actually did pretty well, like on the long list. I, but like, they don't like BAFTA historically have not. They have not been big on Alexander Payne films. No, and it's a very so. American story. But I still, I actually think he'd be a jury save at this point because of like yeah. his stature. Like, and- so I don't know. Uh, that'll be a fun one. I really would love to see Barry get in. Maybe I'll drop Bradley for Barry before this is done. Just as to a be... top three. <laughs> I think Bradley. I think Barry could be top three. I don't know. They, I might change this before Thursday. They love Saltburn, and they're right. I, I don't. I don't know like how these other four slots are gonna play out, but uh, for supporting actress Joyce, same kind of rules apply, right? Like three, and then three. Yes, all acting. Three and three. So <laughs> this is a, this is a nutty one. I didn't really know what to do here. Uh, are, you, got, are you still are you still deciding right now? <laughs> no, I I here's what I did. This is stupid, but here's what I did. I have Devon Joy Randolph, Rosamund Pike, Claire Foy, Cara Jane Myers, Daniel Brooks, and Sandra Huller, and I left off Emily Blunt. Because I don't think she'd be top two, three, and I don't think she'd be a jury safe. Um. Okay. I have Davine, Emily, Rosamond, Danielle, Sandra, and Kara. I think Emily will be top three, just because Oppie is so big. No Claire for you then. No. So I thought Claire would be top three, and I think Rosamond would be top three. I think top three is Davine, Emily, and Rosamond. Okay. So I thought it would be Davine, Rosman, and Claire. And then I was like, Kara, Danielle, and Sandra would be jury saves over Emily. I could also see Sandra being top three. Um, I feel like she is top three in actress, 
but I can see her just being a, a jury safe here. I was debating between her and Claire as my last jury spot. And I chose her. What if America Ferreira uh, gets in? And then you're going to put her in your Oscar. Pick? I would absolutely put her in my Oscar. Pick she, but she, would be, she would be a jury pick. She would be a jury pick, but I think she can make it in. She'd what if she did? Pick, uh, and then for supporting actor, rounding it out, I've got Downey Gosling, De Niro, Dominic Sessa, Jamie Bell, and Mark Ruffalo. Um, I have Downey Gosling, Ruffalo, Anthony Hopkins, Dominic Sessa, and Paul Mescal. So I don't have De Niro, but like based on Mark's SAG snub, I'm like, should I swap them? Like, what if De Niro's top three? <laughs> I don't know, because I feel like Mark could be top three because poor things. I feel like the Brits would love poor things. I mean, William, William didn't make the long list. This is my problem with the poor things, boys. Like they, they've been hitting places without the other, except for the Globes. But that was a field of six. So I thought De Niro actually would be top three, and I thought Ruffalo again is a jury safe because they love the movie and him. And then I have Jamie over Paul because I just don't think Paul is great in all the strangers. I think Jamie Bell is like superior and actually makes you cry, and Paul might make you cry. I could see. I, mean, I guess I could just drop one of them to get De Niro in but you I could don't... also put both of them in right no I well that's what I'm saying like I could drop one of my jury picks to get De Niro in um but I don't know <laughs> you um because I could totally see him doing Anthony Hopkins I mean I could see Anthony Hopkins I could see Jacob Elordi for Saltburn I'm surprised you didn't do him I almost did but I, I just thought star. <laughs> I had him in there and then I put Ruffalo in after his sags numb because I was like I actually think now he's gonna be a jury save here because he'd just be too it's like how is he not getting any nominations for this basically well i think so who what what's your top three gosling i think downey gosling and de niro actually could be top three yeah because i'm debating like who's my third top three like ruffalo or de niro right i thought de niro would actually be top three and then i thought dominic jamie and mark would be jury saves if i ruffalo top three I don't know that De Niro would be a jury save. And I think I would have maybe Jacob or Paul and do double all of the strangers. Though somehow don't have all of the strangers getting in. Well, I guess it would get in for like best British film, right? Not best film, but. um, Yeah, like I, I don't know. I might just keep this. And I mean, leave. I think Downey is going to win, so it doesn't really matter, but you know. <laughs> uh. This is this is not like two years ago when they basically copied my Oscar prediction lineup mm -hmm. and then added like Woody Norman. So <laughs> I could see this like being totally off, like my all my jury picks here. Uh for screenplay, original screenplay. They're all just popular. Or yeah, no jury. Popular. It's just the the most popular. So I have the top five in the odds, but I actually think there's room here for like a one of these British movies that people love to get in here. But I'll do Anatomy of Fall, Holdover, Saltburn, Barbie, and Past Lives. Yeah, I have the same Anatomy, Past Lives, Holdovers, Barbie, Saltburn. I do think How to Have Sex or Ride Lane could sneak in here as like a surprise and knock out 
probably Barbie or past lives or the hold maybe the holdovers, which I have in second place, but I can see that missing here very easily. I feel like they would get in if it's if it was juried. It would definitely get in if it was juried, but and then for adapted, I have the top five in the odds, which means it's Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Flower Moon, Zone of Interest, and All with Strangers. Yes, same. So American fiction is in sixth. I guess I would put it in in place of one of these, but yeah, it just I don't I mean this is not shocking. It didn't really pop with them yeah. over there. So not yeah. I, I don't think it'll get in here. So I just have Jeffrey Wright as my American fiction right. nomination. Or he could totally miss and then it gets nothing. Right. And then for casting, we could predict. I've got Oppenheimer, Flower Moon, All the Strangers, Saltburn, and How to Have Sex. I left Barbie out. I have Oppie, Flower Moon, Anatomy of a Fall, How to Have Sex, and Scrapper. Nice. I don't, I, it, winner wise, I have no idea what they're looking for. Like Joker has one, Elvis has one. <laughs> Scrapper is a great one because there's a little kid in it. Yes. So, uh, I think Saltburn could get in because I just think it's like they like it. Um, I mean, eleven mentions, so it could. It's it's again still on track to become like nocturnal animals. <laughs> yeah, lone screenplay nominee Emerald Fennell incoming. Maybe a, maybe cinematography uh, nom too at the Oscars. Uh, and for animated feature, I have Boy and the Heron, Spider Verse, Chicken Run, and Nimona. Um, I have the same. Great. Can't wait. Nothing really to say there. I think Boy and the Herod will win. And those are our BAFTA picks choice. We did it. Yes. And can't wait to see what the jury comes up with. So I'm excited also because there's going to be a lot of like a lot of hand wringing online because people don't realize or really pay attention to the, the way. It's yeah, done. there's going to be some like shocking snub. Yeah, like if Emily Blunt or any of these big names that we were talking about get snubbed, people are be like, holy shit, how did that happen? It's like well, it's a snub, but also it's half juried. It's like it's like half a snub. It's like it, it's just it just happens when casuals are part of the mix, you know. Yeah, but it just feels like there's more and more casuals choice. There are, saying. yeah. Every year there's more, more casuals. So uh we got a lot of emails, Joyce, we could do here before we we ship off for the night. And go to before bed the Emmys. before tomorrow night's Emmys and our big Emmy celebration. Uh, this one came in before the PGA kind of put the zone of interest firmly in the race for best picture, though we had it in anyway. But this one's from Patrick. Hi, Joyce and Chris. I hope you're both doing well. I appreciate you reading my last email a few months ago. I have a question for you. One awards and one awards related and one not sure as we've seen the supporting actress is a crowded and scrambling race for the last couple of nomination spots and with the lack of preferential consensus outside of devon joy randolph i think almost every spot is up in the air one of the performances that has yet to show up anywhere that i think will definitely show up at bafta and i'm currently predicting in my fifth spot for the oscars is sandra holler for the zone of interest the buzz on her career this year has been electric with the success of Anatomy of a Fall, and I think both the passion for her as an actress along with the additional respect and passion I think Zone Interest 
We'll get from BAFTA and the Oscars could push her into the five for the category. She'll be co-tailing the zone of interest, likely Best Picture nominee, and the film has the potential in other categories, directing, cinematography, sound, score, production design, and adapted screenplay. So she would le- not likely be a sole acting nominee for the, or she would not likely be a sole acting, a sole nominee for the film. But I think the film will do well with the international voting block, and she has gotten some nominations for the film so far, European Film Awards, London Critics, Chicago Critics, Gotham Awards, etc., to where I see it being as likely a dark horse potential. What are your thoughts? Joyce, I know you were you're a quick adopter to this one, I feel like. A double Oscar announce for Sandra? Yeah. Especially after PGA. I have it in now too for double. I just I think this race is this is we talked about this, I think, certainly in real life and maybe on this and then this email. With Divine, I feel like she's gonna have the no everyone will have her number one. And so then there's a lot of room then to, for this to be just a wacky race. And so I think Sandra will get a lot of number twos probably and be able to get in or enough number twos to get in, basically. I haven't put her in yet because I have to drop someone to do that. And I haven't, who did you drop? I ended up dropping Jody and Julianne. For Sandra? For Sandra and Penelope. Okay. I'm just going with the most, I was like, I'm just like, these are the most passion. Like Penelope Cruz is a performance that will get a lot of passion. The movie, not great. Not like a lot of like a wide contender. Let's say I thought it was a pretty good movie. She's um, awesome in it. Everyone agrees. She's like the best part of the movie. And I think you leave the movie and you're like, I love Penelope Cruz. I think you like Jodie Foster and you like Julianne more, but I think they would be like much lower down on your list. I think even people who have them on their ballots would have Penelope higher and divine higher so that's why i dropped them both and same with sandra so then i kept emily also those are the five yeah like i i also want to find room for penelope um because she is she is like willem dafoe she's powerful enough on her own to get like uh lone acting nominations lone above the line nominations for a film sometimes just that her film's lone nomination, like Vicky Christina Barcelona, she was her film's only nomination and she won. So she can definitely do it with Ferrari, which can definitely get into sound. So she wouldn't be by herself either. So I think like SAG was huge for her because she already, she's already performing better now than she did with Parallel Mothers because she missed everything. All like all the televised precursors for Parallel Mothers before the Oscars. So at least like now she has SAG, you know? Um, so if I put like Sandra and Penelope in I have to drop two people so I don't know like I can't even decide like what one person I want to drop yet but with Sandra I think yeah like Davine I think will monopolize a lot of the votes and then it's like you know those ballots are done so then um I it, like the threshold will be different for the remaining spots right and I think Emily is fine um I, because she's Oppenheimer I think so, she's fine but and then and my only concern with Sandra is that, like, I I feel like the the PJ noms for Anatomy and Zone just really locked her into actress. If anyone was still doubting her, which I never did, I've always had her. Um, so I think like that makes her more secure there, and I it definitely gives her an uplift in supporting. But it's also not like the the type of acting performance they usually go for. You no. know what I mean? So that's the only thing. I think she would definitely be just co-tailing the strength of Zone. And it's not so much the 
the performance. I think she's really good in it, but that's just not really what what they nominate usually, no. you know? Like, I think, like, Penelope's performance is something they like. It's very fiery, you know, just, like, grief-stricken, like, right. you know, enraged. Um, so, yeah. But I could totally see it happening. Although, but she's she also would, it would be so atypical, too, because usually, like, the the double acting nominees that we've had are like huge American stars, you know, or like a big name like Kate Blanchett, right? Like most people don't know who Sandra is. Yeah. So I one of the reasons another reason I went there, I just was like, I don't disagree with anything you said, but I just think there it, she doesn't probably need a lot. Of, I think there'll be a lot of people like a like the same with the movie. Like it doesn't need a lot of people, but I think the people who are very passionate about it will be like super passionate about it and that'll help her push her push her over the top whereas i think with like jody and julianne those are great actors who have been better in other movies but are great in their new movies that are fine and the academy maybe will like the industry seemingly likes a little bit but i'm like i don't know if their people are going to be like so passionate about them even if you like them you probably have them four or five i mean like i can see like May December is probably not everyone's cup of tea, you know. But I um and also that performance and just Gracie's the the character itself. But like Jody is incredibly likable, in Nyad. You know, Bonnie is a very likable character. Yeah, and she's like a lead, like we said, co lead. So I don't know. Um, I guess I still have a couple days to decide what I'll do there. But I I can see Sandra getting in. And then Patrick had another question, which was, this is the fun question. I'm curious what your favorite films and performance was for the year. We kind of talked about that already, Patrick. But if you were an Oscar voter, what would you be on your ballot above the line? If Best Picture was a field of five, what would you pick? I don't, I don't know. Well, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer Barbie. For me. I would do Oppie, May, December um anatomy of a fall i don't know i feel like i'm forgetting a movie <laughs> i would probably do oppie barbie even like this is funny like i would say like i wouldn't know if i would i don't know if i would put salt or like air in there even though those are like my favorites but i think it was like i would say like oppie barbie i think anatomy of fall maybe for me too top five probably four things and then uh... I don't know what the last one would be. Maybe solve her and fuck it. Just do it. Let's do it and be legends. Um, I'll just do air. Why not? I like it so much. I don't know. Like there's some like that I just I I like a lot or I love, but I don't really think about. You know, like. Because I don't like do like these fake ballads, so I don't think about. I it. actually would, you know what? I I, re I revise. I would put American Fiction in there. I think that would be a very worthy five for me. Oh yeah, I could do that too. Yeah, I see like a movie I forgot about. So great movie. <laughs> uh, this one's from Xavier Joyce. We email us at slugfest at goldderby.com. Hi Joyce and Chris. I hope that you're doing well. Long time listener, first time questioner. I'm wondering what you all think about Francis Fisher's new awards darling origin. And it's chances for an Andrea Riesborough style upset in a category like lead actress. My gut instinct is that there's not much of a possibility. But then again, I thought the same thing about two Leslie last year. 
and we all know how that turned out. Could Francis Fisher's influence combine with Ava DuVernay, who was on the Academy Board of Governors, pretty public campaign regarding the movie's treatment by the industry this award season result in a nomination morning shocker? You said you were going to add her. Did you Did you do it? Yes, I've added on, on Shanae Ellis-Taylor, my best actress field. I'm fully on board with this. Francis Fisher leading the charge with multiple people, including Shane. Are you, are you just doing this because Andrea Riseborough got in last year? Is that, is that the, your only reason? Here's why I'm a little bit, because I would say it proved the, it proved what we knew, I think, which is that you don't need a lot of support. You just need a lot of, like a small amount of passion. We all expect, Andrea Riseborough got in last year. Like we 200 number one votes. 200 number one votes. That's how she got in, right? Like she, oh, um, might... like probably even fewer than that because Michelle and Kate probably got a bunch of number ones. You know, they're probably so far ahead. So maybe even less. She didn't need a lot of top support and she got it and she got in. And I think, and we saw her last year where popular, famous actors in big movies or not as big as Barbie, but like, Woman King for Viola Davis didn't get in because presumably that was like a lower ballot pick, like a four or five. And so I'm just thinking the same thing could happen again because I feel like that fifth spot is pretty vulnerable. I have I had Marco Robbie in there the whole time, the whole year. I think the other four are pretty set, including Carrie Mulligan, because while, like we said, the movie's divisive, uh, she is like the one constant that people really like. I think she's like the Michelle Williams of the Fablemans, right? Like she's just in. She got the SAG nomination. Got the SAG nomination. You know what? Leo could be the Michelle Williams this year. He could. Uh, so that leaves the fifth spot for like Margot Robbie, Fantasia for the color purple, which they don't like, Greta Lee, who missed it, SAG. Uh, and then Anjanelle's Taylor, who's a past Oscar nominee. So it's like they, they're aware of her and- you know, I mean, I don't know, Cher, who, uh, Francis Fisher, uh, Melanie Taylor, Linsky. Sophia Bush. I love like, Sophia Bush's post because it was a photo of her running. Is a, a lot of people uh, supporting this movie in the in the right at the right amount, right at the right time. Well, this is so, what they did last year because yeah. like, it's time to voting. Yeah, just it's the same playbook. We're doing it, we're running it back. And I was just like, why not? I don't know. I, I do think there's an, I think- I don't think it's going to go the five. I, I would be surprised if it ended up five obvious. And I'd also be surprised if it ends up five best. It just feels like that. We've been talking about that, like how it would be so rare to have the well, five best actors. have Annette Benning. Yeah. SAG nominee Annette Benning, Sure. Yeah. Because like we, we know one of them is going to be swapped out for Sandra anyway. So you could just keep Annette and swap another SAG nominee out like Harry. Right. I'm going, I'm going off, I'm going off grid. I'm doing Anjanae. I think, so the main difference, I think, between the Andrea Riseborough campaign versus this one is like, it seems less focused on Anjanae because I felt like last year it was just very focused. They were like tunnel vision, best actress. That's all that matters for Andrea. It was not about getting to Leslie of Best Picture nomination or writing or directing or anything. It was just all about Andrea. All like the messaging in for Origin, I feel like is a little bit more muddled. It's more, it's like a, a lot of praise for the movie in general, you know, and then like of like what Ava has done as a writer and director and for Ingenue. It's not just about Best Actress, Ingenue Ellis Taylor. Right. And then 
you know, one of like Francis's posts last week. Also, she's also stumping for Coleman Domingo and Rustin. So I mean, like, you're diluting your support, girl. You need to focus. Like, <laughs> so it feels like they're just they just want origin to be seen and but they're also not saying like you know like vote for like best picture or it was it's just it's it was just kind of like see it and like please vote for in like all these categories so I felt like last year was more focused with Andrea and and then the other thing is I think last year there is much more of uh, an underdog element to it because to Leslie was released by momentum no no money we know that and so I think that that process all started way earlier in the fall that no one knew about right when they were just like emailing and everything and um and so whereas um origin is from neon home of a recent best picture winner like it's not a major studio but it's like an a24 right you know, and like, I know Ava has been out there saying like, Neon doesn't have that much money, you know, believable, you know, it's obviously not going to have like as much money as like Universal or Warner Brothers or something. Um, But it's still a known studio. So I think like, the, it's missing that kind of underdog element to it, you know, and like, uh, Ava and Ingenue are both Oscar nominees, Ingenue very recent. And I think that was also part of the the appeal to champion Andrea, because she, she was like underappreciated like one of the jokes last year was like no one knows what she looks like because she looks right. different in every single movie right you know so and it's like let's get her first nomination like Anjani was just nominated two years ago for King Richard well that's kind of why I was like I think she can actually get in now because it's like she's not like an unknown quantity but I think that's the difference though it's like that that was part of why I I think I felt like that was part of like the urgency for Andrea, whereas like it's a little bit different here. This one feels like it's more about like please everyone like this watch this movie because like the the release was mishandled. But you know, I and just to me like I feel like Annette, I don't believe that there's a ton of passion for Nyad and Annette. I don't I just don't see it. Well, there might not be a ton of passion for Nyad, but going to be a ton of passion for Annette. But like is the, there though? I actually don't know. I mean, I know she got in at SAG, but I'm like, is there really a ton of passion for her? Yeah, like, why not? Like, she's a respected veteran, and I definitely think some people like her performance. And as we talked about, you know, she's the president of the Actors Fund or whatever yeah. it's called, and you know, did a lot during the strike. So, um, and she's campaigning. Like, she's done so many. You love a campaign. I do love a campaign, but I'm loving this this uh, this origin campaign. So, I love a yeah, grassroots campaign. Yeah, and I think like, you know, obviously they're trying to replicate it, but I I don't know if like lightning will strike in the same place twice like that, you know. And I think anyone who did not like what her Francis's team was doing last year, they might push back on this. It's like I see what you're doing now, you know. And I, I would say like I think they're gonna like. It's like the joke in, uh, it, or this reminds me a little bit of, the, there's a great joke in Barbie when uh, Ken uh, is running around in the beginning, he comes to America, he comes to America or whatever, Los Angeles. And he's like, I'd like a job. And he's like, you guys, and the guy's like, you can't have a job. And he's like, you guys don't do the patriarchy well. And he's like, oh, we do it well. We just hide it a lot better. And I was like, that's what this is now, I think. So I think they're like- well, That's always just been what campaigning was like until last year. Like that's, now I think they're back to hiding it. Like- this I is, think this they're is also, a lot better. This is also like disrupting 
the whole awards ecosystem, right? Because it's always been the studios. Like that's why they did it last year for two Leslie, because Momentum had no money. So they couldn't like do all these like functions and everything, like go do all these parties and do these screenings. So they they had to yeah, be grassroots. So it's like yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's less focused this time. That's all. Yeah, I totally agree with that aspect. I think it's last year was is a little a small movie with a big call. Yeah, like did you read like Melanie Linsky's post? It was just like all over the place. Like, just like, yeah. But I'm telling like, you. movie, And then it's like, you know, a couple lines about Anjanae. I'm like, would I be surprised if she got in? Absolutely not, of course. No. I thought but, she was getting in at the Globes before all of this. Remember I, I said I had her in. Her. You predicted yeah. her at the Globes. Yeah, I, I still think that is a I, I've been on this for like a while. I just like, it just feels like in a year where there's a lot of great actresses, obviously, like Emma Stone mentioned that in her speech tonight at the Crazy Choice Awards that you didn't see, Joyce, but she was like, oh, I, know, all these well, I was waiting. I was like, whoever wins Best Actress needs to name drop Anjanou Ellis Taylor. She did not name drop Anjanou Ellis Taylor, but she did like mention how great the year is. And I'm like, even with all that, I feel like there's a, like, it, there's a great it's a great year practice but it feels like there's only really passion incredible passion for lily gladstone and emma stone and that's it and so like there's a lot of room i think in the rest of the category potentially for some surprises and i think she would be one of them i guess you know what we really need we need kate winslet to call ingenue's performance the greatest one she's ever seen there's still a few days yeah. right in voting so we, we need we need her to do a you know like a zoom interview with ingenue that's that's what we need and we need Gwyneth to do one we need like the same people from last time to do it so uh, uh -huh. yeah like I, I don't think it, it like she it's like out of the question I just no. think there, there are a lot of differences there is it's not the same it's not like a one-to-one -one. and also but like the competition is different too like it's last year the race was a little bit more open and like weak too. And and I guess in, in Margot's favor, comparing her to like Viola, Viola's movie was not nearly even close. The same zip code of a, a financial success as Barbie, which is like an international nomination. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, last email address, and then we're going to sign off. This one's from Timothy, a uh, frequent, I feel like a frequent commenter, at least maybe in our YouTube. Uh, hey, you two. You're both fantastic and I adore your thoughts. But as I do my household chores and listen to you banter about the Emmys, I cannot help but think. I feel like you should have finalized your predictions six months ago and not touched them. I feel you're placing the sensibilities of current times, i.e. Creative Arts, Golden Globes, into your predictions of what the Emmy panel, completely different panel, would have chosen six months ago. Different time, way different time, buzz about different buzz about the shows then. I feel it's pretty much succession and Ted Lasso up and down the ballot. I guess we'll see what happens once the Emmys are done. And maybe I have no question, just an observation. Make fun of me or point out my brilliance if I'm correct. This well, is more I don't directed know why, to me. Yeah, but I don't know why we would discredit or, or not pay attention to creative arts because they were voted on at the same time. True. They were just re reviewed last week. So we should we should pay attention to creative arts. Uh, we'll see. The Emmys are tomorrow, Joyce. We'll be back at this again tomorrow. Yeah. So what other changes will you make? Well, I mean, like I said, I think the bear might be my series. I know that sounds stupid, but maybe I'll just I maybe I'll just leave it. I already went back to the the succession team for acting. So maybe I'll just do that. Leave Ted. Leave my bears. So right now here's what I got. So are you going to stick with James? Here's what I have. I have Ted, Rachel Brosnahan for actress. Switch to her. I, I they should present they should pull an Oscars and present like her category last. <laughs> uh 
I got Jeremy Allen White. I have Cheryl Lee Ralph and Brett. I have the bear for directing, Ted for writing. And then I have Succession down the ballot, except for Jennifer. And so you went back have... for directing too? No, I have I have Last of Us for directing, actually. And then I have Beef all down the ballot, uh, including directing, which I think will be Figures of Light. Here, I'll do this now. I'll go to I'll go to Cheryl and yes. Evan. Yes. Uh, I can't wait to see 12 hours from now who is right. Or 24 hours from now, I guess. Maybe 12 of you are watching this. Um where's where's my forks? <laughs> you were such a, you invented that, so I feel like you have I to. did. I invented it and now I I even if he loses, I need to go down with the ship. You have to. So. Uh, Joyce, we'll be back then tomorrow. Uh, we'll do a live. We're going to be part of the live show after. And then we'll do this this again to wrap up the Emmy season. Perfect time for it. Um, And we're we're more than halfway into the next Emmy cycle. Currently. That's great. I love seeing uh, the Bear winning all these season two awards before it's we ever won an Emmy. We haven't awarded it for season one yet. So Jeremy Allen White has won two Critics' Choice Awards. Two Golden Globes. Two Golden Globes. And only now can win an Emmy on Monday night for the first season. Yeah. That's awesome. What yeah. is stupid. And then, and then remember, as, as I said, uh, Nisi Nashbats and Paul Walterhauser can win their Emmys on the one-year anniversary of their Critics' Choice wins for their performances in Monster <laughs> and Blackbird. So it's a great to time to be alive. The best. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.